The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. It's so good to have you join NUMA Podcast today. The text for today is Exodus chapter 5. Verse 1 to 10. Afterward, Moses and Aaron came and said to Pharaoh, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord, that I should listen to his voice to let Israel go? I don't know the Lord, and moreover I will not let Israel go. They said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall on us with pestilence or with the sword. The king of Egypt said to them, Why do you, Moses and Aaron, take the people from their work? Get back to your burdens. Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. The same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers, saying, You shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. The number of the bricks which they made before you require from them. You shall not diminish anything of it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let heavier work be laid on the men, that they may labor therein and don't let them pay any attention to lying words. The taskmasters of the people went out and their officers, and they spoke to the people, saying, This is what the Pharaoh says, I will not give you straw. Come with me as I pray. Dear Lord, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I pray that you will bless the sound of my voice, that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. And Lord, we remember all those uh, people who are suffering around the world, and we also remember those who have been killed unnecessarily. And Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will bring to our lives, O God, peace that surpasses all understanding the peace that is able to set us free in our minds, the peace that is able to bring God's tranquility in our nations and society. I bless you, Lord, because I know that you are still in the business of answering prayer. And all of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is, Let My People Go. 
let my people go the subject we are looking at today is not an easy subject to talk about but as christians we are called to speak truth to power the events of the last few days calls for thoughtful concern among the people of god and the role they play it will be a disservice to the christian community not to speak into it no matter how uncomfortable and politically correct we may like to be this is because christians particularly are called to be peacemakers yes that is our calling the calling of those who are heavenly conscious and heavenly bound and it doesn't matter your shade or status Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 says this you are blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight that's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family this is succinctly rendered in the King James version blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. This is why we must include racial justice in our theology and preach it until there is a change of heart in our communities and in our nations. The great injustice known to man is the injustice of silence that is deafening. God's word says in Proverbs chapter 31 verse 8 to 9 Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute Speak up and judge fairly defend the rights of the poor and needy Friends the church of God must wake up and speak for justice in the nations of the world beginning from our local churches employing every means possible only then shall there be relative peace while we are still here in this world Our text today is a reminiscence of the story of Israel's sojourn in Egypt we are told that the children of Israel were in captivity for over 400 years in Egypt. At first, it was a time of fulfillment for these Israelites. They migrated as a result of scarcity of food in their own country, and God led them to Egypt by the hands of Joseph, who at that time through divine providence was in a prominent position and represented the interests of the people of Egypt and as well as his own people but change as they say is the only thing that is constant soon the era of the good pharaoh and joseph passed afraid of the populating group of foreigners in the land the new pharaoh enslaved israel's descendants and that was when trouble started the people on their part had accepted their outcomes and realities as slaves but the one who created them did not see them from that perspective 
So he set out to set them free from bondage and from slavery and let them go. My dear people of God, as I speak, I don't know where you are today in the scale of things. You may be someone that is bound and needing to be free and let go. Or you are a contributor to the bondage of other people, knowingly or unknowingly. But here is one thing. Like the children of Israel, the God of heaven is aware of you who is somehow held in bondage and his plans for your deliverance and in due course, you will find out. For the one who is holding the order in bondage, I have a message for you. God is planning to set his people free and you better be a part of this process of setting people free. The world we live in is more and more complex than ever and we are trying to make sense of it. These complexities has reached its zenith. We say we are civilized. We say we have progressed. We say we have excelled in our scientific adventures. We claim we have been to the moon. We claim we have better understanding of our world. Yet the one area we seem not to understand is the dynamic and the diversity of the human person. Is this deficiency that has set us back hundreds of years? But friends, this is the time to let go of the prejudice and the mental slavery and embrace the splendor of one of God's most beautiful creation, the human person. No matter what color, class or creed, because one day we will not be here. We will be in that place where these differences does not count. So why should we encourage differences amongst us why should race and color become a problem amongst us most books of the bible often shock the postmodern person but the book of exodus in particular has the propensity to disturb modern worldview because of its storyline a close reading will cause readers to raise critical questions about the unchecked injustice in our society today and what it really means to cry of pain and to be heard by god this is largely because the narrative does not fit into our modern ways of thinking or doing things. Albeit not very long ago, people of African descent experienced firsthand what slavery meant. I can think immediately of Olauda Equiano, aka Gustavus Vasa. Olauda was captured from the present-day Nigeria, enslaved as a child, sold and resold a couple of times, but he finally purchased his own freedom in 1766. Not many African slaves in the Americas were lucky enough to be able to purchase their own freedom. However, more than that, there are so many more modern stories of slavery in parts of the world today. Only last month, a Nigerian girl was put up for sale on social media in Lebanon. But for the power of the social media and the quick intervention of the Nigerian government, we wouldn't have known her outcome. 
The sad part of the story of oppression is the fact that it has been condoned for too long and still been unwittingly encouraged by Christian believers across the Western world by their silence on the matter. And this silence is deafening as if it does not matter. It is important that believers in Christ know that our actions or inactions matters to God, the Creator. Therefore, we cannot afford to sit on the fence and do nothing. Exodus drives the truth of the human suffering home and lets us know that God is not only aware of it but care greatly for those who suffer. Thank God you and I have the benefit of retrospection today and this is the more reason why we cannot afford to feign ignorance in the face of this human tragedy anymore. Exodus is the central character of the Hebrew Bible. It is about God's compassion toward the freedom of his people and it is about letting his people go, no more no less. Every human being is created in the image of the invincible God and yet exodus of the people from Egypt aptly demonstrate to us that the whole point of the Missio Day is freedom. Freedom from the oppressors and freedom for the oppressed. This exodus story is a scar on the conscience of every Christian as it serves as a reminder of the God who cares about the suffering of the powerless. This is why Romans chapter 12 verse 15 and 18 constrains us to rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another, do not be hurting, but associate with the lowly, Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. This means that we are called to empathize with and have compassion on those socially marginalized amongst us and to let them go, let them be, and let them be free. In fact, the whole Bible is all about freedom, freeing people, not bounding them. Of course, some may contend the fact that there seem to be some conflict passages in the Bible about freedom, about slavery, and I agree, but with the benefit of the illumination of the Holy Spirit, we can know the mind of God that his intention towards us is to free us from ourselves, from others, and from our surrounding so that we can focus on worshiping him and him alone. Exodus chapter 5 verse 3, then they said, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Now let us 
take a three-day journey into the wilderness to offer sacrifice to the Lord our God. Here we see that the message to the oppressor was simple. Let my people go. Why? To go away into the wilderness, a place of seclusion, a place of separation from the vices where they can offer sacrifice. It is a command. This is why. We need to be free so that we can be who God wants us to be. We need to be let go so that we can be what God wants us to be, who God wants us to be, and what contribution he wants us to contribute to this world. An interesting point we must keep in mind is the fact that we cannot realize this freedom alone. Notice that I use inclusive and exclusive adjective at the same time. This is to empathize, to be part of both parties. That is why we need each other. Black and white. Blacks and white Christians must work together if we are going to succeed. Moses did not set out to meet Pharaoh by himself. He went with Aaron, his brother. This is important because Aaron, by this time, understands the workings of the Egyptian slave system. He was an eloquent man. The journey to freedom is a collective one. My brothers and sisters of all colors today, we need each other. There is no two races in this world. Only one, the human race. The other race is the race of animals in social terms. No human being is an enemy of the order. But it is the setup of the old devil. He knows what we can do together. If we agree. If we are to agree. Let's read Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. This is the enemy, my friends. This is the enemy, my brothers and sisters. We need to overcome so Together, we can say to the enemy, let my people go. Let my people go because for so long, we have allowed ourselves to remain in captivity. With this understanding, friends, we must commit to dismantle this system that oppresses people of color, poor, the down and out. It is our place to stand up to our governments and say no to the sales of arms and ammunition to the wrong people for the wrong reasons. We must work for the mental emancipation of the marginalized people in our communities, towns, cities, and countries because the oppressive system has depleted our people to the point that they have lost their self-worth. This devastating pharaonic system is unacceptable to God and his purposes for all of mankind. Human beings are too precious in God's sight to be wasted in this way. God hears the cry of the oppressed on account of their tax masters and send them help to confront the system. 
Brothers and sisters, this same God is calling us today to stand up and say to the oppressor, let my people go. These people are everywhere in your communities and they are depending on our voices to speak up for their liberation. Make no mistake, the task of liberating people is not going to be easy because Pharaoh, the oppressor, is not in a hurry to give it up all too soon because for him it is business as usual. He will not let go just yet. First, he said in Exodus chapter 5 verse 2, who is the Lord that I should obey him and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord and I will not let Israel go. Surprising. Pharaoh is saying using the word Lord and yet in the same sentence he said he doesn't know the Lord. And this is what the system is saying to us today the system of this world that doesn't know God that refuses to know God is saying I don't know your God I don't care about the poor I don't care about race I don't care about racism I don't care about those we think they are of lesser race notice that Pharaoh outrightly denounced the sovereignty of God and this is exactly what is happening in our world. Each time we deal with people on the account of their color or their race, we are doing the same by denying the person that God has created in his own image. You are denouncing the God of creation. You are denouncing the sovereignty of God. All that the oppressor care about is his profit from the slavery of the people and the egocentric massage he derives from the suffering inflicted by his callousness. I wonder if this sound familiar. I believe it does. Our capitalistic system is not in any way better. It is survivor of the fittest and the demise of the weak. This is not what God wants and this is not how God's economy works. God wants us to take cue from Matthew chapter 25 verse number 35 to 40 by acknowledging the needs of those we term the undesirable elements, the downtrodden, those we consider only for aids and not equal partnership. Jesus said, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and took you in or naked and clothed you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, 
Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Wow. These characters are what God expects from us. My dear brothers and sisters, as I conclude this podcast today, may I remind you that the cry is still raging. Let my people go. It's still raging. And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, that the content of Exodus is disruptive because there is so much to glean from as it cuts across spirituality and politics. A combination we can't run away from if we are to continue to live in this world. We as Christians only have to do our best by joining our hands together and say no to oppression in any form and say to the oppressive system, let my people go. Let the people of God go. We are the voice of God today. But first, we must free ourselves from mental and spiritual bondage that has kept us in slavery for so long and has denied us the ability to see other people as God sees them. This is the message today. Let us rise together as a people and come in oneness of God and stand against racism, injustice in society today. God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you once more for this time with your people. And I pray, God, that you will bless, O oh God, those who have listened to this podcast and those that will be listening to it. And Lord, I pray especially for uh, the racial tension in our world today, especially in the United States of America, that you will bring all race together as your children, as the children of Abraham, that we can live in harmony with ourselves so we can progress, O oh God, the purpose for which you have created us. And I thank you because you are still in the business of answering prayer. And in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.
for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.